and we're back. Monday afternoon, 4 p.m. Here's the reason it's Monday afternoon, okay? I finished the blog in the morning, but then I had to take in my computer by 9 a.m. to to get it fixed, you know? I made an appointment. So, uh, they gave it back to me. Camera is done. It's not working. So, they're going to replace it. Hell yeah. But, I did write the blog post this morning, and I woke up for the last day at 4.30 a.m. Here is the blog post. Give me a second. Whoa. By the way, I'm listening to, uh, what am I listening to here? Chopping? <laughs> I always say chopping. Chopping, I think. Nocturne number two in E flat. Hmm. Classic. All right, blog. Uh, today's title is, um, give me a second. Experiment recap. Waking up at 4 a.m. Okay, so here we go. This morning was my seventh day in a row of waking up at 4.30 a.m. The following are the lessons learned during this experiment. And then I have a picture of a sunrise. And here's the article. Here's the fucking blog post. Number one, I get more work done waking up at 4.30 a.m. The number of waking hours I have during the day does not change depending on the time I wake up. However, my attitudes, my attitude and habits do. Regardless of the time I wake up, I shoot for seven or eight hours of sleep, which means I will go to sleep at a time that will give me these hours. During this experiment, I wrote somewhere that it wasn't the feeling of waking up before for most people that motivated me, but I think I was wrong. I do get some motivation seeing that not even the sun is up. In my mind, a little voice comes up that says, get to work, they're all asleep right now. I enjoy doing things differently than others. The feeling of being one of the few to do something has driven me my whole life and is evident in the choices I've made. When I wake up after the sun, I know that most people are already up as well. My capabilities remain the same, but my psyche is completely different. Most of the battle is in our mind, and waking up before the sun comes up before the sun comes up makes the battle much easier for me to win. Number 2. The first three days are the hardest. It was painful to wake up the first three days as my body adapted from being used to waking up at after 9 a.m. It wasn't until the morning of day three when my mind finally felt refreshed after waking up. To help my body adapt, I forced myself not to take a nap during the second day and to continue to do rec- Blah. To help my body adapt, I forced myself Okay, I'm going to pause right here because I'm also ridiculously fucking sleepy, okay? Because I didn't go to sleep <laughs> early. I didn't go to sleep early enough, and my body wants like a fucking nap, but no. So we're going to restart this sentence. It wasn't until the morning of day three when my mind finally felt refreshed after waking up. To help my body adapt, I forced myself not to take a nap during the second day. And to continue to do exercise. Same spot. Same spot. Same fucking spot. And to continue to do my regular exercise routine. Which was two 10-minute workouts. I reduced the amount of blue light the hour before sleep by using my Huga reading light. I think that's how you pronounce it. Huga. I also made sure to take a hot shower before sleep and to read a book while in bed to relax my mind. 
Be warned, using a reading light as your light source for a hot shower will make you feel like the, the killer from Psycho is going to open the curtain at any moment. That was me trying to be funny. It just came to my mind. I then I wrote it at, I wrote it as soon as I wrote the last sentence, that sentence came up. Anyway, we continue. Number three, waking up at this time made it easier to build new habits. My only habit at 4.30 a.m. before this experiment was sleep. This created the opportunity for me to build new habits during this new period of my day. I know my mind will build habits regardless, so I might as well choose which ones it builds. I hate how I stop. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. anyway, I chose the following habits. Number one, pee. Number two, make bed. Three, stretch. Four, 10 bodyweight squats. Five, make egg breakfast in microwave. Six, eat breakfast, Something, sometimes listening to an audiobook. Seven, brew yerba mate tea. Eight, sit down to write one shitty page while playing music. Nine, go outside to look at the sunrise. 10. Write blog posts. 11. Record podcasts. 12. Meditate. 13. Journal. I began to do all these the first morning, which made it easier to do them the next day, and then the next. It is important to know two things. First is that I made sure that one of these habits, that all of these habits, were enjoyable, and tweaked them along the way to generate maximum enjoyment. For example, I cook my eggs in the microwave because I don't want to spend the time it takes to cook and clean that comes with with the pan, with using a pan. I don't want to spend the time to cook and clean. I fucked up here. I don't want to spend the time it takes to cook and clean. Huh. 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 I don't want to spend the time it takes to cook and clean with a pan. That's it. Simple. I don't want to spend the time it takes to cook and clean with a pan. However, cooking them all the way through in one microwave session made for disgustingly dry eggs. To fix this, I microwaved my eggs in short periods. 60 seconds, 30 seconds, 15 seconds, and 15 seconds. My goal was to have a variation of Chef Ramsay's delicious, perfect scrambled eggs. By making this change, I successfully made my breakfast much more enjoyable each morning. Enjoyability equals sustainability. Second is that the end of one activity is the start of the next. This is what James Clear calls habit stacking in his book Atomic Habits. Making a habit start right after right after another ends right after one ends that's what I'm gonna put right after one ends keeps the moment of my whoa whoa keeps the momentum of my morning going once I stop this momentum I create another obstacle for myself because my my monkey mind would rather do nothing the seven-day experiment has now come to an end and I can go back to waking up at a reasonable time. Unfortunately for me, I'd rather be an unreasonable an unreasonable man. Coming into this, exp- blah. this is a terrible podcast, but we're gonna get through it. Coming into this experiment, I expected myself to hate my mornings by the end of de- day seven, but the opposite was true. I've grown to look forward to these early hours of solitude, 
mainly due to the writing that I get done. Removing all expectation of what the result will be of, my, of that day's writing has led to insights and ideas that seem to appear out of nowhere. Although it is too soon for me to be able to properly convey the value that these insights bring with them, I can say that they bring the sense that I am onto something that will lead to big rewards. In my mind, it makes sense to continue to wake up at 4.30 a.m. for the foreseeable future. You know, the ideas in this, good, good ideas. Execution, eh. Reading, terrible. Now here's the thing. I don't practice before I get on here, obviously. I read it over once. I do some edits, and then I'm like, fuck yeah, finish the blog post. <sighs> That's obviously going to have to change. Making it enjoyable. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure it out. Making it have it start right after one ends. Comma. But yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoy waking up at 4.30 in the morning. Not going to lie. And it's it is due to the to the writing. I get excited, waking up and and I'm like, what am I gonna find out this time? Because I literally just start writing anything, anything that first pops up to my mind. Because it doesn't matter what I write, it's gonna the ideas are gonna come. It's beautiful. I I've never done this. Never before have I written like that. Um, I've heard of people talk about writing that way, but it's dope, and. It gets my morning started in a great way. Okay. So that was today's blog post. So I did cheat day on Saturday, right? And that um, that ended with... I did the review of the Talenti ice cream, gelato, whatever. I said they were all trash, and then I proceeded to finish three out of the six I think I had six yeah three out of the six tubs right after I said I said they were terrible and then I ate three three of them or four I forgot yeah I think about seven and I ate four of them I only have three in the fridge right now and they're all halfway but they will be gone this weekend and um, then I baked a chick. I baked chicken for the first time, an entire chicken. Cause you see, it was cheat day, but I got kind of tired of the whole like bad food thing. Like I wanted some good food, and then I started to get excited when I was thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna be able to cook, right?" And I started looking for chicken recipes because me and my roommate were talking. We were like, "What are we gonna do for cheat day?" And then, and I, I think he suggested chicken. So I started looking up chicken recipes, and I found this. First of all, I searched up best chicken recipes ever, and then I found an article, which led to another article, which led to some recipes, which led to this recipe. The No-Fail Roast Chicken with Lemon and Garlic by Bon Appetit. Bonappetit.com. And these reviews were, like, phenomenal. 100% of the reviewers would make again. And I was like, huh. And it was a whole chicken. Like, I've never made a whole chicken on a pan. Like, in a pan. It looks so cool. And I was like, that looks cool. I looked at the ingredients. Simple. Simple as fuck. All you need is lemon, garlic, a fourth cup, 
which is one stick of unsalted butter. You're going to melt it. And then you need a whole chicken, three and a half to four pounds, some kosher salt, some freshly ground pepper, ground black pepper, and that's it. That's it. Beautifully simple. And I looked at the steps and they had like, they had a video steps. It was awesome. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm doing this. I bought a, a chicken at HEB, came home. I already had my pan, my weeknight pan by, um, my all clad weeknight pan is huge. And you can do fucking anything in it. And in this recipe, they use a cast iron pan, but I knew I could use my, uh, uh, stainless steel pan. I was like, it's the same fucking shit. It's not the same shit, but it'll get the job done. So I get home, um, and uh, I actually got two chickens because it's cheat day. Got some golden potatoes. And I made this, and it was the most beautiful fucking chicken I've ever had in my life. What makes it good, what makes it incredible is the sauce. And see, the sauce comes from the juices that are left after the cooking. Oh, man. You just use all those juices at the bottom, which is mainly butter and, and I guess some chicken juices. And then it's got the garlic in it and the, the lemon. Oh, you thicken it a little bit. with I used flour. It didn't really work. But you don't have to thicken it. Actually, I would not suggest using flour. I think cornstarch would work better if you want it thick. Oh, man. It was great. It was phenomenal. Like, I've got that. And it was so easy. I got that one in my back pocket now. You know, I used to only be able I only, my My go-to recipe for a date would be like um, it was a, a steak we'll end it with some creme brulee some potatoes but then I made this shit for cheat day and I was like holy fuck like it's so easy so easy but it looks so hard and it looks so good when it comes out and it's goddamn good it's just got it's a whole different world than the steak you know the steak it's in its own you can't compare the two they're both great they're both different vibes. This one, I think, is a little less heavy. Like, it's a little lighter, you know? Versus the whole steak, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, you just got a steak and potatoes. Chicken and potatoes, just a tad bit lighter. Drink it with some white wine, you know? And we're good to go. Actually, next time, I want to deglaze the bottom with some white wine. Oh, man. I, I just can't get over how good this chicken was. And my potatoes... Ooh, some rosemary I, I cooked them with some rosemary and uh, olive oil and the really finely chopped finely chopped garlic put them in the oven until they were crunchy brought them out sprinkled the uh, fried garlic and fried uh, rosemary on top Jesus Christ it was incredible phenomenal and then right after I had some Talenti Mediterranean mint and i got fucking disappointed Nah, it was all right it was all right it was all right it's just that i wish i would have had a better dessert so for this cheat day i'm making my own dessert you got that you got damn right i am but i still i'm not tired of the cookies and cream cookies and cream ice cream something about it they got it right whoever made it got it right he knew what he was doing the man was in the flow and I know that's that's a little sexist. I assumed it was a man. I'm sorry, man or woman, you know. 
he or she was in the flow. And they created something beautiful. And oh, Jesus. So you know what that is? Okay, so there's a new experiment that I'm running that uh, started today. It's doing uh, 308 kettlebell swings a day. Um, I'll talk about it more tomorrow. But I have a timer. Goes off every hour. Boom. We're going. We're almost done. I think I need like 40 more. I got a system. But I'll talk about it tomorrow. Anyway. The next day after cheat day, I I, uh, I just chilled, to be honest. I was so inspired by the cooking from the previous night that I was like, I need to get way better at cooking again. I need to start. I I need to start all over. I need to start learning again, and um, I start. I began by watching the best cooking movies out there, and the first one, that, the first one that I watched was called Tortilla Soup. Eh, skip it. All right, nothing great there. The next one that I watched was an old one. It's called Big Night, not The Big Night, because there's other movies called The Big Night. It's called Big Night. It's an older one about two Italian chefs. They're their brothers. One is a chef, and the other one is just kind of runs the business side. Pretty fucking good movie. Funny. The story is captivating. And it's all centered around the restaurant and food. Um, binging with Babish, the guy that I really like on YouTube. He first, when he was first popping off, he made one of the one of the dishes there. It's called Timbano. And it's like a huge ass fucking lasagna that you make in a, in a pot. And um, that was one of his first videos that went viral. It, I remember watching that video two years ago and I was like, whoa, that looks amazing. Because it's a huge like pasta. It's incredible. I'm going to make I want to make it. I'm going to make it one day. I don't know if I'm going to make the pasta. But now that I'm saying now that, now that I'm saying it, now that I'm talking, I feel like I have to. Fuck, but it took Babish like three days, I think. Two or three days. Oh, man, just making the the, pa- the, pa- the pasta the pasta on his own. Fuck all that. And so while I was cooking, I also found my uh, cooking artist. You know, I've always been looking for music to cook with. And I found a couple of songs, but not, they're not all from the same artist. And then I decided Louis Armstrong is my guy. Because I don't know how, but the song... Um, um, what's that French song with her? La Vie and Rose with him came on as I was cooking my chicken and everything just kind of slowed down. It started playing. I started hearing the trumpet and and it was as I was peppering the chicken and I was wearing my um, my apron, Sir Latab high quality denim apron. It's a... Uh, gray and as i'm peppering everything just seems to to slow down until time stops and i'm peppering this chicken and i'm like what the fuck i'm a chef i'm a fucking chef grabbed my kosher salt sprinkled it on top grabbed my melted butter bathed the chicken in butter and then boom Pop that baby in the oven for 40 minutes until the cr- the crust, the skin was crunchy. It was incredible. Louis Armstrong got, got me in a flow. Oh, man. 
and uh, La Vie en Rose by Louis Strong. Louis Louis Strong. Why am I saying Louis Strong? Louis Ar- Louis Armstrong. Go listen to it if you haven't. <laughs> 